0: Remove him.
1: Hello and welcome to the Rules of Acquisition. Yeah, the Rules of Acquisition, a podcast where we will be going through every single episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. A show to, you know, really ask the where the writers ask themselves, why do we always hurt the ones we love? Uh, With me (laughs) as all... Jesus, Wade. (laughs) They're pretty hard. Well, maybe you don't love them. I know. Uh, Anyway... With me, as always, is if we're, if we're
0: passing judgment, Molly needs Molly, Molly deserved the, the, the all right, all right, We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll unpack away. that in a little bit.
1: Whoa, whoa, but
2: we'll up. definitely unpack that.
1: All right, uh, with me, as always, is uh, this guy, uh, James Nolan. Hey, guys, and Hugh Crawford. <laughs> uh,
2: what's up, jerks? I <laughs> thought about using other people's uh. Intro, famous taglines. Uh. <laughs> and my
1: name is Wade Bowen. <laughs> uh, yes, we're talking about an episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine called Hard Time.
2: Yes, this is Hard Time. It's episode 18 of season four. It originally aired on April 15th, 1996. And here's the IMDb description. O'Brien tries to reintegrate to life on the station after serving 20 years in a virtual prison. Oh. Um this one is not a good time guys. <laughs> this one this this episode is one of the it's an O'Brien must suffer yes, episode. He must. It is the quintessential O'Brien must suffer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's episode. it's the O'Brien must suffer episode.
2: In fact, they reference his other suffering in this episode. Yes, yeah, At one yeah, point, yeah. Julian <laughs> lists off.
0: I actually have t- like a tad theory on this. Uh, when reading up on the little uh, sort of background on the episode, it turns out that this story was pitched in the first season. Whoa! By the whoever's credited as the story writer, not the not the There's two of them. Robert Hewitt Wolf wrote it, right, but right. the Daniel Keith Moran and Lynn Baker, Lynn Barker, not Lynn Baker, pitched it in the first season. Robert Hewitt Wolf tried to get Michael Pillar to buy it every season that they worked, and he wouldn't do it. Huh. And I think that it probably just got in their in the writing rooms heads to write a story like like the Hard
1: Time one. Oh yeah, and it just kept happening. And then
0: so they each ended up making like the O'Brien must suffer, but it was never quite that. And then. Robert Hewitt Wolf got them to buy it, oh, so he was think- he was always trying to write like it was a script that he came up with that was pitched. He couldn't get the powers of be to buy it, so he kept kind of or they kept kind of writing it, you know, in in some sort of capacity. Because I mean, I think whispers, yeah. Has a lot of the same sort of paranoia elements and 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 yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I
1: forgot about whispers. <laughs> whispers is pretty close, yeah.
0: Yeah, and and then there's there's the one where he goes on trial. There's the one where like I mean, so it's yeah. all a little.
1: There's a, he was a prisoner on Paradis. I don't remember which. Yeah, that there was,
0: was one where they were escaping. They were on the run. Like so, oh, there's all this stuff that's kind of very similar. And I think that they just got in a pattern because maybe that this is my theory that they were just kept trying to write that script.
1: Well, to I think from what I've gathered from just following Robert Hewitt Wolf on Twitter and stuff, mm-hmm. they kept doing it because it was so much fun. That is what, yeah. And he was so good at it, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I
0: receive a bear said that later, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting? He yeah,
1: was like, yeah. I mean, we kept doing it because Colmeny is fantastic, and when we when we really torture him, we get such good episodes out of it. So it's like all right.
0: Oh, he turns it up to eleven. Acting,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. One, doesn't he, guys? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. There's also is there a, the wounded that from the TNG that I don't remember, but I, is it a, it's an O'Brien must suffer episode? Is that
1: the one where he's a prisoner on Paradis three or something? Uh, maybe. They it seems
0: there's a I I I think that the warden from Shawshank Redemption's in it too. Oh yeah. But yeah. So yeah, because
1: yes. they did the, a list of all the you suffered here, you suffered here, you suffered here, you suffered here. And there was one of them I didn't quite recognize. Mm-hmm. It could have been, it might have been that. Uh, no, he wasn't a prisoner on the Armageddon game. Like, could, uh, but I mean. That, well,
0: but he was, but he, what, wasn't he running from?
1: Well, yeah, they poisoned him and then he was on the run and on a, yeah. but he was in a bunker the whole time.
0: Yeah. He, he runs afoul of
2: the law a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what did we think about this episode, though, guys? I mean, it's hard to say anything bad about it because it deals with such serious subject matter. However, it is not
1: a good time. I mean, it's 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 heavy, but I I feel, yeah, it's not the most, it's not a fun, lighthearted episode, that's for damn sure. But, I, I mean, it's great. It's a great episode. I don't know.
0: I appreciate it. I, I like it quite a bit. I, I do think that for a show of that time period, they got post-traumatic stress disorder yeah yeah right right enough right like I, I think it can be commended to how right they got post-traumatic stress disorder like that he's just kind of always a little agitated mm-hmm. like he you know he's just always like his medium his normal is now 12 yeah yeah and so every little thing kind of like push, you know like it pushes it to this into the red and that was I really, really liked a lot, right? I liked that it kept it kept also Let's just from a story structure without dealing with like serious shit just from a story structure. I think that it kept wanting to tip towards is there another mystery shoe to fall? Yes, because it, we had the guy, yeah, we had the guy appear, yeah, yeah,
1: each year each hour.
0: And everybody's trying to push him to talk to the psychiatrist that we never see. Like I always feel like that there's, and then like there's this moment that that another shoe is going to fall, but it isn't. Like he's just coping with this. There's no other story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like
1: yeah. this is. Oh yeah, like oh that they're gonna pull some Star Trek science magic shenanigans. Like oh this guy, mm-hmm. this guy was in his head the whole time, and then yeah, he comes I, out and he's a real guy. Yeah, that's something. Or like- you
0: could see them trying to get to where they want you to talk like they're doing this form of virtual maybe uh, interrogation oh like whispers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where they're trying to force him to get to admit to something yeah 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 that uh, enemies are looking for or if an enemy could use something like that yeah we've had
1: that episode
0: (laughs) Yeah, we've had that before, but you kept kind of waiting. But no, this is just a Brian's got to deal with this shit. Yeah, and that you know, this is pretty like he goes to kill himself. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like so,
1: that's at the end. I mean, at the beginning, it just it's cold open. Is there's this guy with a bad wig? No, crazy guy. There's an old TV wig. Yeah, yeah. There's Tim, <laughs> the sorcerer <laughs> Tim from. from- <laughs> A uh, holy grail is making mazes. He's he's been the cold open is like O'Brien has been in the shittiest West World for twenty years. <laughs> yes, he's making the maze, and if he can just find the maze, maybe he can get out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But no, the Skrull or Kree or whatever aliens they are—they, they do
0: look
2: like the <laughs> yeah. Skrull. They look like the Skrull. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they look like a mix between Bajorans and Cardassians. They have the nose ridges like uh, the Bajorans, and yeah. but they also have like the green, like the greenish Peace. gray, yeah, l- lizard look about them too. Yeah,
1: I mean, I thought, I, I thought, like, are these Solomon Grundy aliens? Like, no, they're they're the they're Skrulls. I don't know.
0: The, yeah, they're, they're, they they appeared pretty bright green on my television. Yeah.
1: oh yeah, uh, they were gray yeah. on mine. But hmm. I don't have one of them four K motherfuckers.
0: Oh well, yeah. yeah, it popped up pretty green on it. So I don't know. Like I always thought it was like a split pea color.
1: <laughs> that's um, close enough. Yeah, that's probably right. But yeah, he's been in this agrathi Authority prison uh, for. It fi- needs. Oh, the the minimum sentence for espionage is. 15 cycles, but you've been here for 20, but then they wake him up and he's been in this like round orgone machine or the thing that they make the robots in, in Westworld just turned on its side, but w- whatever. <laughs> yes. But it's One like, Oh, you've things. been, and then Kira comes in and it's like, Oh, Hey, you've been in this interactive program for like an hour, but I know it feels like longer. And he's like, but it was real to me. Yeah. It was real to me. Yeah. Like, because He was curious about the technology and he was just asking. Que- That's a pretty fucked up way to he was on a new place. He was asking questions because he's an engineer. It's like, How's it about th- what does that? And they're like, You're asking too many questions to jail with you. For- yeah,
0: there's a little tidbit in this scene that, um, the woman, the whatever their name is whatever alien race they are a the actress that's playing her is also picard's daughter in inner light
1: Ew.
2: oh uh, very nice which
0: is another live a lifetime in the my in the in the blink of an eye oh, yeah, yeah. episode so they're and i think they probably brought her back for that reason
2: hmm. oh well that's kind of cool
0: yeah, I like Inner Light.
2: I like Inner Light. It's got a. Uh, it's, it's the best TNG <laughs> the episode.
1: Bullshit. Nobody likes the Inner Light. Oh wait. A <laughs> yeah, bit.
0: I think it's the pale moonlight of TNG episode. Yeah, is of... it really? Is it the? Yeah, a... everybody. It's everybody's favorite. It's the episode.
1: one where. I don't know that. Yeah, I mean, io nine had a big thing. Like, let's give you the behind the scenes story of the greatest Star Trek episode ever. Huh. Hmm.
2: That's an interesting. That's an interesting thing. I didn't. I didn't know it was. Yeah. It, everybody.
1: Was that a Peter Allen Field script? Yes, it was. That's what I thought. I miss that guy. Yeah.
0: Huh. Inner light was?
1: Yeah. Yep. Huh.
0: All he, wrote, he wrote all the good ones.
1: <laughs> and then he gets back to DS9 and at on the way back, and then Kira's like, hey God, uh, you know. And he's like, I used to dream about this. I used to dream about and he's this. He's like, am okay, well anyways, Starfleet understand I mean Star Trek. I mean, even going back to next generation, the Federation in the future has a pretty good understanding of mental injuries mm-hmm. and that they're just as important as physical trauma for yeah that's a great point you know, you know yeah. like i mean that was the whole point of having troy as a counselor on on the bridge is that we've that's evolved yeah. but also yeah, this- it
0: was the show that oddly had a positive view towards uh psychotherapy mental health yeah, yeah. mental health yeah one of the things i did notice because i mean they're treating it as post-traumatic stress but they don't actually call it that do they no yeah, they don't call it that, and I don't know when that word, it seems like... It didn't feel like it was part of the... Dis- yeah, and I that, like, you know, yeah, I feel like that I learned that term later in life, but I don't know.
2: I mean, it was pretty, uh, it was everywhere, you know, post-2003. Yes, right, right. Yes. Yeah, like war on Terror. Yeah, I felt like it was... I I yeah, we, was.
1: we had to learn it. You know, we didn't have a choice. Yeah,
0: we had to learn. But I, I, it seems like before it was just called Shell Shocked or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, or something like that, but... Um, one of the things I notice is they're not giving him any medication for it. I guess they do at the end.
1: Yeah, at the end they do. Yeah.
0: But the, probably next year or late, maybe even right now, they're uh, prescribing. Doctors can prescribe ecstasy.
1: Oh yeah, like acid legally? and shrooms are supposed to be good for it. And well, maybe-
0: yeah, but but they but they can't prescribe that, but they can prescribe ecstasy. Really? <laughs> like I would have liked to have seen the second episode, which is b- drinking a, a b- lot of water and touching <laughs> a bunch of. A <laughs> <laughs> Brian, uh, uh, Brian takes the edge off, and like it's all much more fun. Like. <laughs> But maybe yeah, that's what's uh, in that
1: hypo spray that Julian gives him at the end. He gives him <laughs> <a> exhaust <sense. laughs> <right, all> right. <laughs> come on Miles. <laughs> this might break this might breach conduct for me and as a medical doctor. But here, take this and, and just come join me on the hollow suite. I have this great program. You're gonna love it.
0: Or just Keiko visits Bashir and says, could you do something? Because I'm tired and sweaty and he's <laughs> twerking. <laughs> <laughs> okay but anyway uh, yeah
2: well the uh you know why don't they just give him some of that tony todd procedure you know that's what i didn't understand. Oh, why don't they just blink this brain. all
0: happened to him well they had to come up with some bullshit and a reason why
2: i know they ha- i understand i understand but
1: well they do but well they give
2: but they could have i mean if it all happened within the last 20
1: well they wipe tony todd's whole brain that's the thing well no they, he remembered how to do some stuff. Well, no, I mean that was the whole thing with Tony. Tony, like I thought, it was pretty well played out because I mean they have the whole. Uh, well, the structure is interesting, where with the flashbacks or whatever. But, but just to go back to, they do talk about like, what can we do about it? Well, we we could do something, but he's got twenty memory, twenty years of real legit memories in his mind because they just sped up the timeline with the procedure or whatever. Like, we could wipe his brain, but it would wipe everything, like... Twenty years is too much. You can't be selective about wiping that much. You just have to get rid of everything.
0: Well, okay.
1: And that's that's what they did with Tony Todd. Like he doesn't. He remembers that he's, he's a Klingon, but he doesn't remember. In the
0: world, they, of
1: they don't pick a timeline. They pick his whole life, and he's gone. He's a new. Essentially, they they downloaded a vi- like a
0: Trojan virus onto it, some malware, so that he needs like malware. Like so, like he could just get some some Norton's antivirus. You know, why can't they run a if they could implant memories like that in the first place why can't they go and find them and unimplant
1: them well that's the thing they they make a point julian even says they didn't implant these memories of them they didn't just install memory implants they put him in a simulation but the timeline in his brain for that simulation was sped up so he experienced all of that in in real time for him
0: so wait he has a he has a 20 year old his brain is 20 years older than him
1: yeah, because time time is crazy. You know, time's subjective, right? He experienced every moment of that in real time. They didn't just put it in his brain. They ran Miles through a highly realistic, time-compressed simulation of the prison experience. In his mind, he lived those 20 years. He experienced every... That's why they can't just wipe it. And it's not... Because Julian and Kira have a walk and talk where or they're just like, well, what can we do? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like... We can't do or him and Keiko. Maybe I can't remember who it wait,
0: was. Wait, wait. So you're saying this is different than how Neo learned kung fu?
1: Totally different. Yeah, it's a simulation. He didn't just download it. It was a simulation that was. Sped I don't know
0: up. what that, the difference. You're using like terms that I don't. I don't understand the difference. Well, the simulation,
1: though. the Neo download stuff. It's just here's the data. I'm putting it in your brain. There it is. They didn't just install memory implants. Yeah, he was in a simulation. Not just down. It wasn't just a data download. It was...
0: But it took it... A, but literally, Kira, Kira was standing there the whole time.
1: No, she was standing there for... She just walked in at the end of the hour that it took or whatever. But that's my but, point. It took an hour. Yeah, in in her time. But in his brain, they just hit... They were running... It's like if you're listening to a podcast and you speed it up to f- times three-quarter, it's running faster, the simulation is. But when you break it down, brains aren't... Well, I mean, the short answer is that brains aren't computers, necessarily we don't know how the brain works but we know that you can make time seem to run faster or shorter
0: yeah if you get it his are they saying that they took his brain near a black hole no like i don't because th- I mean, this is
2: the same thing that happened to picard though what's so hard to understand james i i think the point is there is a techno babble reason why none of that shit went down and as a result we have conflict in the story. We get a story. Yes.
0: Yeah, we get a conflict.
2: All right. yeah.
1: Remind me to so, cut this yes. down to like two minutes instead of 10. <laughs> this is way too long to
3: argue about
0: it. Ah, I like these opposite things. That's what people listen to us for. Okay. But anyway. I'll, I'll have to uh, to review, pass
2: that
1: in our next <laughs> company survey.
0: Well, what? A, I mean, that's what, I mean, yes, I don't know. Sure.
1: Yeah, but that was just yeah. art saying the same things over and over again for two minutes.
0: That's me trying to get you to say something else. I because I wasn't understanding what you were saying then. Oh, well. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> where were we in this particular episode? are we
2: the, the rocket simulation and talk, right? Over
0: and over again.
2: Wow. Okay. we simulation. Well,
1: how's that? Diff- okay. Can all right. Well, can you can you be the difference between that and just a download or
0: a- not? When we're talking about a brain download, because I don't know what the fuck that is, because it's not a real thing. Well, then so I, I understand a simulation because I've like you know I've I've played VR virtual I play I've been in a virtual reality headset, but I don't understand what a brain download is because it's not a thing that exists. Well,
1: so I, I can't I differentiate
0: I never, between the two.
1: You're the one that said they downloaded shit to his brain. I told you they didn't do that because
0: that's what they did. I'm not saying that that concept is. I I understand the Matrix too. I'm saying that I. Like
1: they put him in a fugue state and had him dream something for twenty years, except in real time it took an hour.
0: Yes, which but it's
1: twenty. It's twenty years of real memory. is the point the show makes.
0: And my point is, is that if they if they have the technology that can do that to the human brain, <laughs> they, I, it, it's weird to me that they have the tech. They don't have the technology to reverse it because they have the technology to do every reversal of every technological thing.
1: Well, but therefore, like, we can like keep you going. brought up with Tony Todd. They wiped Tony Todd's whole memory, not just, and they didn't take just a bit of it. I don't know. Yeah,
0: that's why I got I, it. That's why we brought that up. Is so the next, but so the next part of the question is: Is it would it be worth it to have that happen? I think that if you could do it cleanly, where he just forgets
2: a day of his life, I mean, hell, this isn't even the O'Brien Prime because we've <laughs> yeah. lost that O'Brien right, in, right. in one episode. <laughs> so. I figure, what's what's one that works a day?
1: Right, but I think Julian makes the point that we can't do it without doing
3: everything. The only way I could rid him of the memories would be to wipe his entire memory clean, and clearly that isn't an option.
1: A day they could probably do. They do, They have done that, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, I mean... I,
2: right, but it's not a day. No. Is, what, is it right? It's it's 20 years. Right. That's their story, the reason why. Okay, because they can't just go out and cut out 20 years. Right. All right. Cool. Yeah. It just once again, you're not that great of a doctor, Julian. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll yes. say that. I'll say this for Julian. He's a good friend. Not that mm. great of a doctor. Not <laughs> yeah. especially great.
0: Yeah. He didn't even get him extras. He didn't even get him some e, man. <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even get
2: him some some weed. And we know
0: <laughs> in the future they got edibles. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he would have just kept half of it in that little napkin,
1: um, <laughs> right? That's oh, right. I keep giving Ever. you all this. This this is some some grade A. <laughs> like, I don't
0: know when the edibles are coming back, Cush, man. <laughs> man. They're like, oh,
1: I only smoke a little bit, and I don't think I'll have it tomorrow.
0: So, I mean, other than that, I think. I, okay, so I derailed the podcast to make to make to make you better to find that but i did think that was like a pretty compelling episode even from like the start um but i don't yeah like it's hard to talk about like i don't know if like yeah is it so singular focused there's not like a lot of like i can't make fun of the b plot for like 10 minutes on this podcast right? So. <laughs>
1: yeah what is the b plot oh uh, well there his, isn't one his time <laughs> in agathy yeah no i like the first flashback they do to uh hr He's uh, talking to Julian or something, and he's like, oh, I can't believe, were you there by yourself the whole time? He's like, yes. Uh, I was alone. Yeah, I, I, I was mm-hmm. alone. And when he says he was alone, it's the first flashback to where he gets put in there. And Yeah,
3: that's a good
0: mystery building, because yeah. you're like, oh, he's lying. Why is he lying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the nice.
1: cheelish fruit he's going for, the guy squeezes some cheelish fruit into him, and and the guy's like, I've been here for six cycles my name's Echar. Welcome to hell. Welcome to hell. It's a nice line, yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. And then when and then he's trying to get chilash fruit from the replicator when he goes back in, and he's like, "Replicator, can I get some chilash fruit?" And the replicator is like, "I'm sorry. What the fuck is chilash fruit?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Right. right.
0: Yeah. And not just, and not just that, but they asked the parameter. Like she asked him a question, like could he fix it, and then he didn't know. Like yeah, yeah. Like how yeah, he got like really he didn't even frustrated. know. He, he got frustrated. Yeah. Like that was like that was like the first sign. It's like oh, you're yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, you know, you're you're fucked. That was gonna be the plot of the episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, <he's> like <laughs> oh, you're oh, fucked up.
0: It. But, <laughs> uh, but, but that was the first time where they did some like real like I don't know the profile or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like, know
1: the parameters so, of two or <laughs> Yeah. It's,
0: uh, and how would he answer that? How do you answer an apple, I guess? like Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so it, that was pretty fun, and that I enjoyed. Yeah. yeah, and
1: then Julian comes in, and he sees Echar instead of his wife, which, mm-hmm. what kind of relationship did he have in prison with Echar? He <laughs> gets
0: lonely in prison. You <laughs> what that's you what do. I
1: thought, but uh, mm, I'm not going to uh, dirty it up, because they had a loving relationship, even, for most of it. hmm most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Most
2: of it. <laughs> Things get dark eventually, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Julian's a grump even in prison the whole time. He's like, What are you what are you doing? I was like, Well you know. And then he remembers that she's <laughs> pregnant. That was like kind of
0: You know who you should avoid in life? The people who take to prison really well. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it got to me that he, he when Keiko comes in and he finally sees Keiko instead of his old prison mate. He's like, wait, oh, oh, because Colomini's just acting in this. He's just, he's just kind of dazed and fucked up the whole time. Well, she's sort of, pretty
0: great in this, he's right? He's pretty great, yeah. I think I, oh, I feel fantastic. like I, I feel like he's pretty fucking yeah. great in this. And when he yeah.
1: realizes, like, oh, wait a minute. Because it's been 20 years for him, he's like, oh, oh, you're 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 pregnant, aren't you? Mm-hmm. It's been so long. i forgot.
0: forgotten it's been 20 years. been 20
1: years. Yeah, and that was. I don't know. He's been required to go see counsel, Counselor Telnori three times, three sessions a week. Yeah. And he he, he, he doesn't go.
0: Well, what? he must have some good insurance. <laughs>
1: yeah. You don't need insurance. Yeah, yeah. They got single... They don't even have single payers. Universal <laughs> <Yeah>. care. <healthcare. Okay. laughs>
0: America at the end of its... At the end of its reign <laughs> jokes. <Hold on. laughs> but, um, yeah, so...
2: That so he goes well, to, don't uh, you want Julian to be well compensated for his time, guys? <laughs> I, mean, I mean like
0: seriously Come on. I mean like for every I mean Julian earned it. You know <laughs> Right. You so, don't want a poor Julian, right?
2: What kind of health care would yeah, you yeah, get? Yeah. And it's
0: not fair and it's not fair that not not sick uh people that don't have to go to Julian uh should have to pay for the people <laughs> who do have to go see Julian. That's yeah. just uh that's just fair economic fairness. That's <laughs> just yeah.
1: But what is Councillor <laughs> Tilnori doing like Every ship has, like, a counselor that's, like, third in command or gets to sit next to the captain, and Tel Nori doesn't even get screen time. My
2: guess is that she is actually a Bajoran counselor. Oh, yeah.
1: For some reason, I thought I always thought of Tel Nori as a dude, and that's probably weird. I don't know. Well.
0: No, I think they did use male pronouns, but I don't remember.
2: Did they? I thought they used female pronouns. I
0: don't know. I don't,
2: I don't know either. Don't. I'm not.
0: I'm not gonna. I'm, I, I'm showing my bias
1: too. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> Let's talk
0: about the difference between. let go back to argue the difference between a. Uh, but anyway, um, simulation, simulation, <laughs> uh, you know, download.
1: Yeah, HR tells them to draw esika E-seek, on the ground, which are just mazes from or mandalas in the dirt, but where you, your whole existence is part of you and allow your hand to make a mark and find the pattern. And you're just like a Rita Hawk picking at a corpse <laughs> and they all have a good laugh. <laughs> and then they, yeah, it's like, how have These you are been?
0: hard? This is a hard episode. Yeah. Guys. It's like, Oh, how do you laugh? How
1: do you laugh after six years in here? It's like, well, you got to laugh or go insane. And I guess, I guess it does a little do. bit of the latter.
0: Yeah, they did laugh. Yeah, there was that. Yeah. All of these scenes in the prison cell were like just hard, yeah. Hard yeah. going.
1: They have that quintessential trope of from a guy that's been in prison and comes home to where when he's in bed with his wife, he has to sleep on the floor because he's not used to sleeping in the office. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. The castaway scene.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or they do it in Homeland. I
0: that's what I was actually thinking about Homeland, and at least they didn't have that really gross. Scene where he has sex with Keiko, oh, weird for yeah, the first that... Like that Homeland really went into, where you're just like, with Homeland, you're just like, this is the most uncomfortable, grossest thing I'd ever seen, ever, ever. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, yeah, 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 right. I don't want to see that. Uh, yeah. And how much worse would it be with O'Brien? O'Brien yeah, and
0: Keiko. Doing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Sh- and just her sobbing. Oh, my like, God. Fuck. Yeah, it would yeah.
1: have been hard to forgive him at the end of this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he does, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess that the only person he really harms is Quark, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He almost punches Cisco.
1: Yeah, he can't get us. Yeah, well, he, he almost punches Molly, too, but... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Well, and, well, he just yells hey. at her,
0: and she wouldn't shut up about her goddamn crap.
1: <laughs> 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 she asked him three times. James. He uses his
0: dad voice basically. three times. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fucking in- no. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm saying that like I I can I being, could. this is not this is not that was not cool. That was a cry for help on his part. Right. But having kids can sometimes get on your fucking nerves. <laughs> right. And watching him just and having and watching him just uh, rage out on like a little girl.
1: <laughs> You felt- was a
0: little ther- was a little therapeutic for me. <laughs>
1: Made you feel better about yourself, big man.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I wanted him to look and go, "What? What? It was the same damn drawing you've drawn four times before. There's no difference. No
1: difference." I do like that he has to go back to being a crewman after twenty years. Like, oh yeah,
0: they demo they? Yeah, they demoted him. I guess. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think the understanding. He forgot everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I mean, oh, and it's a flat. It's it goes all the way back to uh, that Paradise episode in season one or two, where Cisco is talking about O'Brien teaching Jake all the tools and how to be an engineering. Right. And in this episode, nice little callback. Yeah, it's a kind of a callback where Jake is uh-huh. uh, going over like, oh, that's an ODN recoupler. Uh, that's a quantum flux uh, regulator, Mark III, you know. And, I mean, and yeah,
0: it's a jackrabbit, Mark II. There, <laughs> right, there was that's, a, that's a butterfly. Yes, there was a few.
1: You clipped that right there. That, that's, that was really great. I'll just yeah. go- <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> it's the first dildo reference where I didn't go straight to the Hitachi magic wand. <laughs> right. <and> I, <laughs> I, I
1: was about to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so here's the point where I want to talk about this.
1: But I do want to I also, uh, oh well, the fact that he's going to Jake because he can't go to the other crewman, too, is like. Yeah, it would be embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Jake is like, well, can't we just stop? He's like, look, I'm going to, like, you're the chief. Mm-hmm. They're going to respect you. He's like, yeah, I'm the chief, so we're going to do it again. It's like, oh, God. And he, he's a little bit, you know, aggressive.
0: But, so outside of the fact that it was just gone an hour, like, like he, you know, like he went and ran to the store. He is a prisoner of war for 20 years since they can't fucking get that out of his brain. He's been a prisoner of war for 20 years. I don't think like, first off, they, you know, they honorable discharge you. Pretty, pretty certain that that's what they do.
1: That's what they do now, Yeah. You know?
0: Well, that's what they yeah, that's what they do with a twenty year old like a twenty. I, I get that he's in a, he's still at a young age and he, yeah, they yeah. need him on the next episode. I get all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So story wise, like I get it, but at some point he's back at work and he says you haven't went to see your doctor in ten days. Making it sound like he's only went once, and then ten days later, like making it sound like this, this is like day fifteen, yeah. of his return.
1: I don't know how many long it's been, but
0: and they're making him work.
1: Well, he wants to work, though. That's the thing, too.
0: I, I understand, but he 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 shouldn't be because he's a crazy fucker. Right. Like I'm saying that, like yeah,
1: and well, it, it Cisco says that much to him, right? And then he goes and gets maybe even crazy. Get crazier. him off
0: of Deep Space. Take him off Deep Space Nine. Send him back home
1: where his wife... Is, him, that is home for him. His wife and his kids are there.
0: I guess that I means
2: send
1: you mean him...
0: You send his ass back to Ireland? <laughs> to carry, yes. To send him to carry. And let him walk on a fucking glens and shit and, like, drink dry, stale beer that everybody acts like you're, like, really mannish if you like it. Like, and, <laughs> and eat that delicious uh, blood sausage breakfasts and do nothing for a while. And then, like, rage out at his kids at home. <laughs> and, like, I don't get, like, why... I mean, I get like
1: because this cause TV to... show is set on Deep Space <laughs> yeah, Nine. Cause they don't want to build this set,
0: <laughs> but the whole time I'm just like, he's been a prisoner for 20 years. yep they got
1: some R and R. Yeah, I,
0: yeah, and I get that it was just like they were like they acted like he got uh, injured.
1: Well, in the future, it, it it he did, and
0: and that they need to fix it.
1: Yeah, fixing it's kind of. I
0: meant like like he just got injured, right? Like he only got injured. That's not like, like you know, you give it 10 days, you walk on that foot and your doctor will clear you and you can go back to work. No, he's deep like, even if he, even if they pacify the, the yeah. if it's truly 20 years and they can't get it out of him, even if they pacify, even if they give him the, like the aerosol E or whatever, like he's still going to be fucked up. Is the E for ecstasy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I'm pretty, like, he's still going to be fucked up. Yeah he's still going to wake up like knife sweats and shit. And like, yeah. And so I don't like, I mean, part of it's, they, they made him suffer too hard for what they're willing to like do. Well,
1: they, they, if he, if he came back and said, Hey, I want to take some, two weeks or, or, or however long he needs, uh-huh. they're going to let him do it. But, I mean, you know O'Brien's coming back and saying, I need to go back to work. And they're like, hey, chief, slow down, slow down. No, I need to go back to work. Chief, chief, just slow down. No, you don't. Hey, take some time. Take some time, chief. You you could take some, You've earned it. And he's like, no, 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 I need to. It's like, okay, fine. But I tell you what, we can't put you back as chief engineer anymore. You've been gone an hour, but... You've been gone for 20 years. I'm sorry. It's it's just not one. It's and Cisco would be like, I wish he says here, I wish I could do that. Like, I can't do that because I'm not gonna, I'm not a dumbass. I'm not gonna put my station at risk like that. But and then he's like, But no, I got th-. and then the, the angry new O'Brien that we have from uh coming back from the prison is gonna be like, No, I have to go back to work, I damn it. And they're like, Whoa, 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 okay, fine. We'll let you go back to work, but you gotta start back as a crewman. Come on. And then okay, he goes back to a crewman, and and the other crewman's like, "You'll be in charge in two weeks." Ha ha ha! And they have a joke because he will be. Yeah, of course. But you sent his ass home. And then yeah, well, and then they do later, and then he goes and I mean, and Julian comes back and says, "You haven't been there for ten days." And then he gets called to the principal's office, and and Cisco and him have that great scene where he's just like, "You got to get your shit together, man. I'm sorry." And he's like, "Come on, man, just give me one more chance." And then Cisco is like. I, I wish I could, but I'm not a fucking idiot and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to put my station at risk. You either play the game and do everything I say you have to do because Julian said or else you're you're going you're going to be confined to the infirmary. And then he flips out and goes to pick a fight with Julian. So, I mean,
0: yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I just feel like I feel like that there's not an element to this where everyone around is handling this really bad, poorly. And that's what I think. And I think that even if they're going to do that, even if they do, like I, there's not a there's not a point of this is that like that I, I don't know. Like they just jump back into the routine and they do that to make the drama. Well, I tell you what, here's the thing. It's a it's
2: it's an awfully twentieth century reaction to to the problem,
0: I mm-hmm. guess. Yes. Yeah, that's and, what I and,
2: would say. and and in in such an enlightened world, it does seem a little bit weird that they that they wouldn't take some more Steps to ease him back into his, his See,
1: life. For me, it was in this enlightened, evolved humanity where they take so much because they th- at the top of the thing, they put so much emphasis on how much help he needs and there. And everybody is there is nothing but supportive. To me, this whole episode exemplified how much they take serious mental trauma huh. because everybody at the whole time. And then
2: everybody was very helpful but i mean other than being He's, supportive but and he
1: nice goes to, him, to work
0: i guess my point is that he needs to be on a
1: yeah. beach well
0: that's a, and like lounge chairs
2: that's and, what and,
1: like, he says but that's also he doesn't want to that yeah but when you don't, going decide, PSC, yeah, you don't get to
2: decide yeah you don't get he de- also doesn't want to see his
1: doctor Well, that's what they said they give him they let him do what he wants to do and then when it fucks up cisco is like right. i'm sorry fuck you do if you don't do all you, you know the prescri- maybe it's Julian's fault for being a shitty doctor and saying he can but go back to work. I don't know, but when he's fucking up again, Cisco says you either do you get get with the program, or we're gonna make the program get with you and you're not gonna have a choice in the matter. I mean that's and that's where Cisco is like a great captain. I've, and then when he freaks out and goes and runs off and and then we can talk about how they evolved humanity perhaps or supposed to be and then later at the end we have that great speech from O'Brien about being an evolved human oh yeah
2: that was that was so great mm-hmm. they take the piss out of all of, all of the stuff that star trek aspires to be <laughs> yeah. you know
1: well which is a good thing they do but i contend i contend and that's I, I we'll get to that speech but i contend that they also flip it around and still preserve that w- without Totally fucking over the Roddenberry kind of involved, well, in
3: but I
2: don't think it. I think that he addresses the fact that it, just because they're they're they have a lot of technological advancements, they're still human underneath it all, right? And yeah, they can still be broken down. Yeah, and I think that's the point of this episode. Yeah, that's and how everybody around him responds to him. I mean, obviously they they still made mistakes because they couldn't they couldn't they can could only help him so much. Right, he has to help himself. You know, he's feeling the limits of his own humanity in that healing process. Right.
1: Yeah, he goes in, he flips out and he runs and threatens O'Brien. And O'Brien is like, fuck you, man, you're fucked up. I'm sorry, I did the right thing. And he's like, oh. Then he goes, instead of beating up a hollow suite, he goes to a cargo bay and starts breaking shit. And then he puts mm-hmm. a fucking gun under his chin or a phaser and pumps it all up to, you know, 11. I think that you're
0: you're saying that they all did the right thing. And I'm saying they all totally
1: didn't. But I'm saying I'm saying that they in the future, there's also other stuff going on where they I don't I don't know. I mean, they're not there's a certain amount where, yes, I don't know. I don't know. And to me, they did seem the emphasis that they put on mental health in the future seems welcome to me. And even going back to uh, the original series and that Garth of Izar episode when they put him in on an asylum they, usually they have they have methods to solve mental illness for except for the worst most fucked up insane people in the world that they put on a planet that's right so to me the fact that they have these uh great kind of medical advances to deal with this kind of trauma is what they're putting Julian through while they can do it even while he's on the job that w- which is just a thing that I just uh, it was a assumption i just assumed that in the future that was part of the suspension of disbelief of what the future's like in star trek okay
0: so let's unpack this like let's talk about the monster speech like why yeah like i think that the like i think that the answer to that is that they're that i guess i, I took it from that that the ideals of the federation the ideals of the roddenberry world are are existent like they're not like pretending like it's not there.
1: Right. Yeah, growing like, up they told like, us that like, humanity like discovery. Is... Does. <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
0: They're not they're not pretending that it's not there, but that it is incredibly fragile. Yeah. And I think I think that's almost where the show goes from here.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of yeah. that
0: these principles are easy? The, the principles are easy when it's Picard. Right. But it's, it's harder when, when you're not, you're when the, the
1: perfect father when and the
0: war, when you're fighting a true or when you're trying you're fighting a, when you're back to real situations that take you back to your reptilian brain. Yeah. And I, I referenced, and I'll reference it again, like in the Ken Burns documentary, Vietnam, where they talk about how the soldiers had to like, in order to execute their jobs, they have to become, they have to have these, they have to view the people that they're fighting as subhuman. Right. It's a coping mechanism. And no, no two ways about it. They put these people in war. They put these people in these like very flight or flight animalistic situations. O'Brien's putting one in this and you kill people for food. It's an or it's a it's an organism thing to do. Right. If you, you if you don't have food and you feel that like you 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 kill somebody between you and food. It's it's the basis Human or animal instinct?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Should,
0: and and so that it. Let's that jump.
1: Let's jump to that scene. That's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what that speech.
1: Well, the before the speech is we should talk about the scene where he kills him. Yeah, we jumping. Sorry, <laughs> flash yeah. just like he does to all these prison scenes with H.R., because he's been seeing H.R. on the ship the whole time, and he's broken. He's a you know attacked quark or whatever, and then he goes back to like the thing that he's done, like H.R., his only friend, who was they had, they had the scene where he's just splitting up his food and hiding it. And Keiko's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, this is a thing I learned." <laughs> right. And it turns out that Ichar was hiding food. And uh oh, was this before or after that he has that speech? I, I mean, remember.
0: he he recounts the situation and then tells the speech.
1: Okay, yeah. So yeah, so it's
0: all there. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, he's hiding the food, and then are they're starving because they haven't been fed in more days than ever. And he goes to sleep and he sees each hoarding food. They fight. He kills it, breaks his neck over it. Cause we've established that O'Brien is Rambo and can just, <laughs> right. He's got Rambo moves. Yeah. Yeah. And then he realizes that each was getting the food to share with him. is like the whole, you know, Henry story of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's pretty fucked up. He tells the whole story. I killed him for nothing.
3: A scrap of bread he was going to share with
1: me. He finally tells somebody about H.R., this whole episode he's been hiding it, and H.R. has been appearing to him and on the station saying, hey, you need to tell people about me, and he's like, no, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then finally, he's got a fucking phaser under his chin, and he's about to vaporize his brain and melt it all over the place. Yeah. And then he has this breakdown where he has that speech, yeah, where he
3: talks about, like... When we were growing up, they used to tell us Humanity had evolved, that mankind had outgrown hate and rage. But when it came down to it, when I had the chance to show that no matter what anyone did to me, I was still an evolved human being. Repaid kindness with blood. I was no better than an animal. No, no,
1: no, no. Like, no, you're not. And then Julian has that, that what saves, to me, the whole evolved humanity. Yeah, they are evolved because even when they have those failures, you know, it's like, no, but you're not an animal because you realize you know you hate yourself <laughs> guilt's great for sometimes yeah
0: this know. is where i would my cynic in me would inject that humans are, are some of the only animal the only animals that kill other animals <laughs> for for no reason yeah so it's more close like yeah but but they don't
1: uh, they don't in star trek anymore they don't even ke- yeah. riker says somewhere they don't kill animals for food anymore
0: yeah they don't kill animals for food yeah, no, I think that this was, like, I I like the darker element of it, and I think that Bashir's telling him what he needs to know, uh, what he needs to feel, is that he's human and stuff like that. Do <laughs> yeah. you
1: think he's lying to him? No, I'm saying that I think that... We're just I, telling him what... Okay, yeah. I was just he's I telling him the, what he needs idea, to hear.
0: I think the idea of this is that they, these blue aliens, broke the code on, like, the Roddenberry future. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very thin. yeah. And if you get these, if you push these people to the limit, they will break down because they are relatable human beings, just like all of us. Right. And and I like that that about it because it does make the aspirational. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The key to the Roddenberry future is fighting for it. You know, just because we've yeah. evolved doesn't mean we're done. We, yeah. You gotta do some maintenance, don't yeah, you? It, it, That's the exactly thing is that yeah.
0: they don't. They don't. Yeah. They, they treat it as if it's like a like. Like you've like you've achieved a rank of of civilization and you can't slide back. Right, right. You can. Yeah, yeah. And it is like you gotta carry it's like uh it's like alcoholism. <laughs> right. Being <laughs> yeah. a like being a horrible asshole. You're always gonna be a horrible asshole. You're just in remission, <laughs> you know. You always gotta
1: like <laughs> <laughs> Right, right.
0: That's one of the I mean, so I like that about it. I mean and at the end of the day I liked all of this stuff about like it just this was like a
1: Yeah. Oh, it's heavy. Yeah. And then Yeah, when, it's it's heavy. They keep them from killing themselves. And then I was like, Oh, the episode's over. He's like, no, then they go back and then they're like, which I liked that they didn't call it over at that point. They, they do another walk and talk with Julian and, uh, O'Brien. And, and he's like, Oh wait, no, you got to take your meds, buddy. <laughs> 30 milligrams, two times a day, religiously for a month. Yeah. And you know, and he's like, what are you talking about? Like, look, man, this is a treatment. This isn't a cure. Right. Two months, or a month, and we'll we'll see how you're doing, and then maybe we can taper down on your medication. But you know, you still got to go see a counselor.
0: Again, again, Bashir didn't hand him over to a specialist.
1: Well, he did. Well, he he did say <laughs> uh, yeah. he did yeah, say know, you you have to go see uh, the counselor, and he's like, man, I gotta go see that Telnori asshole. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. you don't have to see him. You could talk to me. Which, all right, yeah. he's a bad doctor. That's a bad idea. <laughs> but O'Brien, mm-hmm. Julia, uh, Miles is like all right, fuck that. I'll talk to Telnori. I don't care. But, yeah. But it, cause he doesn't want to talk to yeah, yeah. They're insane.
0: back to, the-
2: you know, at- I, at, at at worst, I, I joke about Julian being a bad doctor, but he's probably just fine. Like at <laughs> best, he's just <laughs> yeah. fine. He's never exceptional.
0: Uh-huh. They,
2: you know, yeah. They- yeah
1: the, <laughs> the baseline for Federation doctor is outstanding. Right. But- or is
0: or it the Federation doctor on a show?
1: Which is <laughs> fair. You
0: know, uh, i'm sure that yeah I'm,
1: well they're yeah. all evolved human beings right Not
0: dr fox <laughs> well yeah
1: yeah I, I feel like julian is at the baseline of all of them as far and maybe that borders on incompetence yeah sometimes.
0: yeah I, I i think that like are you Q, like while we're here would you ex, would you want him to be a better doctor or the show to like not treat him as the best of the best uh, I want to make. Uh,
3: we we'll,
0: There's. A,
2: I'm. I think I'm going to drive to a. We're going to arrive at a point at where. Uh,
0: okay. The fact you're, that
2: he is not. He is not. Uh, the best doctor. Uh, will come into play later on. Okay. You're it I'm just pointing. I'm just making a, a case by case,
0: pointing out every
2: instance.
1: <laughs> you're just. You're just building your wall, brick by brick. Yeah, you're,
0: build, you're building. the like, case. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have anything other to say about this episode. It's really bleak. Like it is it's pretty uh, bleak. It is. And yeah. I like it, I like bleakness. Uh I think that's I why think I think it's like...
2: important because it, it accurately depicts something that you don't normally get to see in television, which is the price incarceration can play on somebody. You know, the yeah, the yeah. toll it could take. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, I I think that it's an important episode in that sense it keeps with the spirit of what Star Trek wants to achieve with the science fiction stories. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's a story about trauma, and it doesn't treat trauma lightly. Right. Mm-hmm. Even other episodes might not treat ta- trauma lightly, but they're like, we're not going to make the episode about that. But this one does. This could have been...
2: This, in a different episode, this could have been a Next Generation, where the end of the episode... Like, in the Next Generation, he, he wakes up in a prison cell, and, you know, he... Spends a whole episode and maybe they cut to a B plot and it's a ship, you know, where they're trying to get him back somehow. And then it's revealed that he's it's all been in his head at the yeah, end. Mm-hmm. This inverses it, yeah, this, or may, yeah, exactly. You, you find out in the first two minutes that it's all in his head, and then you deal with the very human fallout, right. Of picking up the pieces. That's a more interesting yeah. story,
1: yeah. In the next generation, they would have just deleted the memories and started over. Just. Yeah. So yes. That was a yep. jab at you, James. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm serious at this. Like, I think that I may serious, if I was him, I may seriously ask to, to get the Tony Todd treatment. Yeah.
1: You, actually. I mean, he, he's, he's trying to do the treatment on himself, except in a much shittier way at the end of it. Yeah. And June is like, no, I mean,
0: it would be hard. What would be harder on your family? Yeah, this you deal with this shit all the time or them having to like deal with like a year of weirdness between you.
1: Yeah, I mean, but that's almost to the extent that he's that kind of angry react. He d- he doesn't want to tell them to lobotomize him. He'd have to go to Julian to do that. This is the, this is the thing he can do. I
0: know. And that's why he needs to have these. Mo- I mean, you got to get him in these moments of clarity or moments of that's why you don't fucking put him back to work. They've got shit to work out and it's not pretty. And it is ugly, and maybe it doesn't need to be ugly. While you're gonna pressurize tin cans floating next to a wormhole, <laughs> right. like since there is a planet where they send where they, you do nothing but fuck and drink, like send him there with a counselor. Right. Like that sounds like
1: I, yeah, I don't know they, if Keiko would agree with that treatment.
0: Well, send her with him, and then they'll have. S- like i'm just saying that, she's like, pregnant it's it's weird <laughs> you're right you
1: can, i mean you can fuck when you're that pregnant Oh, you you can but she's already shut him down because she is, in a
2: previous episode yes she, she did. did she's like
1: sorry i'm pregnant yeah, he's like yeah. i thought we were gonna be able to fuck more like nope he's like do you want <laughs> to make twins
2: i'll try for twins and he's like and she's like that's yeah. not how it works yeah I don't think it works that way.
0: She just put a closed for nine months sign down there.
1: <laughs> she did. Uh, Good for her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's her but, body shit.
1: Right. Oh, fair.
0: Yeah. But I think that yes, that, that's what I think. I think that you I would seriously consider a mind wipe over what the shit you're gonna have to deal with the, the rest of your life. Yeah. Yep. He, I mean, it's a, it's he, a hard he, call, but yeah. it's it's a hard call, but it's a conversation. Sure, sure. You know?
1: Well, Maybe he knows I just got to last past this episode and I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is never going to come up again. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, I mean, there's an argument to be made. This is the most pivotal shit that's ever happened to them. And maybe they went too far that like, it's going to be hard to sort of be happy. Go lucky episode after this. Yeah. Like when three episodes later, when he's going to have to be fine, like, and never talk about this again, it's just going to be weird from like a, one of these long arc views of the show. Yeah.
1: I know, right? Well, that's a great point. Those drugs that Julian gave him at the end work really well.
0: <laughs> this is the most pivotal. Maybe that's the thing. Is this is maybe the most pivotal thing to happen to any character on the show? Period. And that, well, yeah. yeah and here's the well, thing. Well, I feel
1: like people people have been through this shit before. They just they just don't treat it with the severity it deserves. I feel like
0: I don't mean that's what I, I mean on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that Cisco hasn't went through any trauma this. I mean, other than his wife dying, but they they bring that up all the day of
1: time. Do they? Uh, <laughs> Not enough for me. Well, well
0: <laughs> wait till next week, buddy. All right.
1: Maybe we should. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Should. So I, I think that, yeah, I think that it's weird. I think that they, it's, it's a, it's a problematic episode all around, but I can't, I, it's good. And Col very good in it. So, I mean, it's all around. It's a good episode.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah.
2: Well, what where, where do you guys uh, want to put this on your rewatch meter?
1: Whoa. All right, I don't find it a problematic episode at all. I find it kind of a downer and a little heavy, but I think it works. I I don't know. It's fire. So I'm going to put it at a. I'm going to. I I feel like I have to rewatch this one. I'm going to put it at a nine. Uh, under
0: my under my rules of like like. Tired, long day sitting on the couch watching something that makes me happy <laughs>
3: this, <laughs> this ain't is definitely
0: low this episode's going at a 4 huh. even though I just want to point out that I do like the episode way more than that but the rewatch meter is I I may never watch this episode again in my life Yeah. That's that's where I'm at. I'm at zero. Never watch again.
1: He's <laughs> like watching requiem for a dream or something. Like nope. Yeah,
2: like I'll never watch requiem for a dream. No, nah, I don't want that ass to ass ending. I just don't need. I just don't need to. I mean, I've probably seen this episode. I don't know, five or six times at this point for one reason or another. So yeah,
1: that's the thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, if I'm if I haven't watched DS9 in a while and I'm and I'm going through a like a sporadic rewatch, uh, hitting spots. I'm gonna be like, oh, I remember that episode, and I watch it, and I'm like, oh man, why would I watch that one? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of how my rewatching meter works on this one. I think.
2: Okay, oh, yeah. well, do you guys want to guess where the good people, are, what the good people of IMDb think of this episode?
1: Eight point six. I still go high, man. No, eight point four. That's pretty high. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm a, I'm am I'm gonna leave it in. Like, I'm gonna go seven point seven. And what did Wade say? 8.4
1: 8. for Wade? 8.4 was where I ended.
2: Yeah. All right. We've got 805 votes. That's a lot. Yeah, this it's is a popular really, one. Really, really high. And it's at 8.2. All right. Okay. People so it's really, in really like this. Yeah, yeah. People
1: really it's like a, it's
0: this. A, stuff, it's a, so. yeah.
2: It's yeah.
1: A, it's an, I knew it was a big one that people talk about. So.
0: Well, it's a, got a lot of ideas to it. I yeah. don't like, like, I like, yeah, I can see that. Okay. I didn't think, I think it would, I thought it would have stayed in the eight from the downer perspective, but like, yeah, I'm working on this thing. That's what I was trying to think of a second ago where it seems like when I was young, I watched a lot more sad fucking shit than I do now. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's like a, like a, an emotion simulator. And as you get old, you replace the need for a simulator with actual, like, <laughs> fucking horrible right. emotions. Yeah, yeah,
1: now I'm just sad all the and time. So
0: And so you don't need, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, like I you know, like, you're always like, hey, Grandpa, why don't you want to go see Saving Private Ryan? It's like, fuck that, I lived it. And then you're <laughs> right. like, but this is a big movie. Like, you know, like, and you're like, no, I don't, you're right. Like, I don't, there's now, like, like all of those, like, yeah. crying right. like, Oscar movies about like dead children. i like, I don't want to see that shit.
1: Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have kids. <laughs> I get it.
0: Well, yeah, but like, yeah, I and don't I think know. Cause
1: I-, I mean, I feel like I was sadder and more depressed as a kid than I am, except for that, you know, encroaching onset of death. That's the, that's the depressing part of getting
3: older.
0: Yeah. There's always the death more than death. There's just like frustrating, like the, the frustrating irritation of failure. Yeah, and like that's what like the like a, yeah. A f-
1: Maybe when I was younger, I rode my emotions more. Mm-hmm. Now I've just lived with them long; they're just tiring. I don't want to deal with them as much.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I, I I'm a pretty like I, I let them live with like outside of me. Yeah, and it's harder to do as you get older. Yeah, and so I, I think that's why every I think that's why all the seventy year old people are rageaholic Trump fans. <laughs> it's because <Right>. like. <laughs> Who just watch mindless shit on television like Donald Trump or Fox News or Duck Dynasty is because like they they're just so full of rage anyway, just from the as you get older. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well on that
1: note what, <laughs> what a happy episode this was what do, you want,
2: do you want to give us a look on What what are we looking at next week James
0: Next week's episode starts with Jake Lonely for Nog on the promenade Oh my god He gets in a fight with Quark He goes into his home Walks into his, uh, his quarters with, That he shares with his father And his mom is on the couch Talking to his father Whoa. It's a mirror episode people Oh, oh. No. <laughs>
2: Woo,
0: I'm so excited.
2: <laughs> oh god. Well, I am. I'll be back next week to talk about this mirror episode. I hope that you all uh, join us.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, any, any, uh, le- any other thoughts before we move on? To- One more little blurb about the mirror episode. Oh, okay. One more little blurb. I'm going to put on here. I'm sitting here looking on Memory Alpha where everybody on the cast is talking about their mirror episode characters. Alexander Siddig says will get a li- you'll get a laugh out of this. I want my mirror character to be the inverse of Dr. Bashir, the animus of his anima because oh he's God. the most prodigious man in the world. And then he goes Bashir wouldn't hurt a fly, but this guy is unstable, difficult, and stupid. Do you really think that stupid is the exact opposite? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm tapping out.
1: All right, good work.
2: All right, so I guess we're (laughs) going to move on to voicemails and emails, right, Wade?
1: All right. Don't hit delete yet. So, so, okay. Okay. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, We went a little long on this one, and so we'll save some voicemails and emails for later.
3: But you can't let that brief moment define your entire life. If you do, if you pull that trigger... And the Agrathi will have won. They will have destroyed a good man.
1: You cannot let that happen, my friend. So that's all we got this week for you. Um, Y'all have anything you want to plug?
2: Nope, just our Kickers of Elves Patreon page. Yeah, that's all I'm...
1: All right, yeah. Patreon.com slash Kickers of Elves. Check us out there. And also, uh, give us a call. Give us your feedback if you want to tell us what you think about whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Give us a call at 917-408-3898. And, yeah, just uh, let us know. Give us a call there. Tell us about their ROA or... Send us a little audio message at uh, rules of acquisition podcast at gmail.com. Like some of our international listeners do Uh, try to keep it under three minutes. Um, What else am I missing? Yeah. Check out the Patreon kickers of elves. Rate us on the new iTunes app that or whatever. It's not even new at this point. I don't know. Do all the other things that every other podcast (laughs) wants you to do. Yes, like us on everything. It'll really, yes, (laughs) yes. Please like us. Uh, (laughs) That's why we do uh, Yeah, (laughs) you know, you know the drill. (laughs) Uh, So we'll just we'll just get on with it.
2: All right. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks again for listening to the Rules of Acquisition for Wade, James, and myself, three to be out.
3: do you know the cunt weasels that run this show have a call in line, where you can express your DS9 wishes and DS9 dreams into their earholes. holes. They will play them on air, and try to be nice to you, because one day they hope to sell you blue apron snacks and underwear made out of modal. The number is 917-408-3898 that number again is 917-408-3898. You will probably want to talk about how hot Dax and Bashir are, that is great. These pretentious asses also love it when people say they are wrong. So feel free to do that. James will probably go off on a knowingly obtuse rant about construction issues or political sophistication. We know you love that. Again 917-408-3898. Did you know that some Deep Space Nine podcasts have more reviews than us on iTunes? Doesn't that piss you off? Please review us on iTunes. We need to feel loved sometimes.